Hello there. This is another just bloody bite-sized look back through time at some of the bloody great conversations we've had so far on the Just Bloody Post-It podcast. I'm your host, Helen Perry. And a moment of self-indulgence. This has been a treat for me going through all the old podcasts because every week we turn out another show and then I'm on to the next one and looking for new guests and perhaps should take a moment more often to appreciate them all more because this chat with comedian and Kidscape ambassador Olga Thompson is a blinder. She is so much more than she appears to be on her Instagram, Big Fat Greek Mother, which is a lot and great by the way. Alongside her comedy skits, Olga uses her account to share extremely honest posts about her mental health. Have a listen. You know, we talk openly about people that have illnesses and they come over through the illnesses and I just think I've got nothing. I'm not ashamed of that jo- of that journey. You know, I for me, I had post traumatic stress disorder. So what it was, it was um, the breakdown was an event of a was triggered by childbirth. A lot of women suffer mental health issues that are triggered through pregnancy. For me, that happened, and I had to come to terms with a buried trauma from early on in life. And that was triggered by the birth of my third son. It's so common. It's so normal. We don't realize it. But eventually, you know, I I did get better and the world did fall apart. But I, you know, I, I just know that I never thought I would come out when I was in it. I never thought I would come out of it. But then I began, when I began to come out of it and I found life and songs and stories Somewhere in the darkness, there were these stories and these songs that started to evolve, and it was based around one character called Alexia. And then gradually other characters came out, and then they all became centered around a story, which is El Grego of Hornsey, which that I've taken to the fringe. And it it just began to grow and grow. And I don't I don't know, Helen. I, I have these fears sometimes. I think, what am I doing? What's the point? And then I and then I just have to go, sod it. You can't answer those. If you spend time answer trying to answer those questions, you'll never get anywhere. And you don't know what, none of us know where we'll end up. Some, oftentimes we end up in incredible places, but may, they might not be the places we that we never thought. foresaw it. We never foresaw it. We That's never the thing. foresaw yeah. it, Helen. This yeah. is the thing. And I think a lot of women do give up because they thought they were going somewhere and they plowed somewhere, but then they ended up somewhere else. And it's just so many kind of like laid by dreams or get so many messages. You must do as well. So many messages from women that say, what's the point? I'm done. I'm finished now. There's so many other people doing it better than me. It's just. Uh, it- you're the only person who can do it your way. Absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, you're, it's almost. <sighs> but partly I think the journey is the thing. That's yes. uh, like the destination is not the thing. Yes. It's the joy of having a joy of. conversation like we are today. Yes. Or somebody, you must get lots, when you share more personal stories, you must get some incredibly moving connections from women or people oh. who've experienced similar things. I do. I do. And I always try and be careful because I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to say do this or go for counseling or take medication. But I will say that there is there is hope and it is not impossible and that you're not alone. Um, and I think, 
you know, it's a lot of people do talk about mental health issues and I think it's really important, but I think my voice is a different voice in that I still have my blips. My blips will come and I know when that happens. I've been online too much when I'm overtired. That's it. Those, those, that's when it will be, they, they can be triggers. I don't massively spiral like I did, you know, years ago, but I feel like my voice is important because I'm an older mother. I'm someone that has passed through that stage, that breakdown stage. I survived. I'm a survivor and I can just encourage people that way. Do you know what I mean? There's plenty of space for voices Ev- of women in our age group. Oh my goodness. There is Oh my goodness. There is yards, square meters, yes. square miles of space for more voices of women all our voices. age. You know. All layers of voices. And I am learning so much from younger women online. You know, I'm not going, oh, that's not I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm I'm engaging. I'm, I'm, you know, I went out with um, some amazing comedians online, female comedians who I adore. They were like 10 years younger than me, you know, and there was a part of me that was like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm, oh, do I fit into it? Then I thought, I don't care. I just don't care. I'm, I'm me, you know, and they learn from me, but I learn from them. We learn from each other. Mixed age group friendship is just underrated. It's, it's so such healthy. a great thing. It really is. It's so healthy. It's, it's we need it. It brings us life. Absolutely. In all kinds of ways. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm almost like there's a a dual mission (laughs) in your public profile. You know, on the one hand, it is to spread joy and light through your performance work. But also it's to uh, have these conversations, which in terms of happening in public, that's still in its infancy, talking about child loss and uh, birth, birth trauma. And it's just stuff we're only just beginning to talk about. Um, Absolutely. You know, so that's, oh gosh, keep going. Those women who think they, you know, somebody's already doing what you're doing or talking about what you're talking about. Keep going. You are an anti-bullying advocate as well. You work with Kidscape. Talk to us about that. Oh, do you know what, Helen? That's the best thing I've ever done. How did it come like, about? Did it come about because of your Instagram? Yeah, they contacted me because I spoke. I've always spoke about it. And then, um, yeah, we just started to connect through that. Well, there's two things, I suppose. You experienced yeah. bullying as a child yourself, but also there's grace. Yes, is, and that's, yeah. Is that what the connection was? I suppose that was the catalyst. So... Uh, for those of you that don't know, ha- my my amazing, beautiful niece, Grace, um, committed suicide about three years ago. And then my sister-in-law has also set up a charity called Grace to Restore, which helps young women going through bullying, you know, but also who are feeling that, you know, desperate like that. And the two charities seem to, to collide. Yeah. And then around that time, I became an ambassador for Kidscape. And I do a lot with the other charity as well. It's just so important and there are so many women I get so many dms from mothers of teenage girls who say my daughter is struggling I don't know who to talk about you know even women with like prominent feeds who say I I can't even talk to anyone about this I don't know where to go I feel like a failure but it is again we need to normalize this for the mothers but for the in this instance I'm talking about young women because that's my field for young women 
because it is normal. The more that shame and secrecy there is, the more this festers and the more we lose these precious lives, you know. I'm so sorry that you lost Grace. And I'll put a link to um, all the details that you just shared into the show notes for anybody who it might help today. And I think you're right. I think there is shame around perhaps you haven't done a good enough job as a parent. Yeah. Shame that your child isn't successful and happy. Shame from the child that their people aren't being kind to them. Yeah. Or including them or just those small acts of that can just be so horrifying when they happen to you when you're young. Oh, totally. That there is, you know, I went through life through school not knowing that that wasn't okay. Uh, and it was so traumatic. But now there is help. But also bullying is worse because when I went home, I bit my pillow and I cried and it was done. Now, kids, you know, they can get to you on your phone. They, 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 kids can get to other kids. So how do you suggest we help them with that? You must have worked with Kidscape on that. How do you, oh, yeah. how do, I mean, as I, I've got a teenager and a tweenager, how do I, how do I pr- make our house a safe place? I think, I think, the, I don't think you can sort of make it safe and make it bully proof. I don't think there's such a thing, but I think being open and, and your children knowing that they can talk to you. For me, I couldn't talk to my parents. Um, I I just couldn't talk to my parents about it. And so, and then around the time that the bullying got the worst, my mum had a baby. And so I, it it just, I just didn't talk about it. Don't want to bother her. Parents, kids look after their parents, don't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a different time back then, Helen. We didn't speak about a lot of things. We didn't speak about Me Too. We didn't talk about, gosh, I mean, it just was a different time, you know? But I would just say, be open with your child be in touch with what they're doing. Like just notice, you know, if, if, if they act a little bit different, then you know that something could be up. But it's, I think it's, but you know, Kidscape are amazing because they provide workshops for parents. They have a phone line for parents. I actually called them before, years ago, before I was on Instagram, when one of, when my eldest son was going through some really traumatic bullying, actually there was a phase of that in junior school. And I remember ringing up this Kidscape place not knowing anything about it. And then who knew that years later, I'd be doing what I do and I'd be an ambassador for them. It's it's literally the best thing I've ever done in my whole life. Like the best. Like you say, you never know actually yeah. what will be the result there you go. of you being visible or being out there. People that are listening to this podcast, do not be afraid. You know, sometimes we're trying to control the outcome whilst we're trying to go on the journey at the same time. You can't. It's like, try, excuse my French, it's almost like trying to, go to the toilet with your pants on. It's just not going to happen. Well, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yank your pants off and go. And you'll be, and you know what? What is meant for you will come to you. And like you say, Helen, that visibility will bring something which is so specific for you and it will just come. And we have to fail as well. And we have to mess up. But that's part of it. It's so not, again, this is another thing, Helen, failure. And I love that you talk about that. You know, what is fate? Like, 
we need to rebrand failure as something pretty sexy. Are you failing? Oh my gosh, that means you're going for things. I know. It's just like that's. In fact, it's almost that's all amazing. we. It's always all we talk about when we get together with girlfriends. It's like what's going wrong because that's where all the juicy stuff is. Like what's going wrong at the minute because what can we learn from that? You know, it, all the stuff that's not right or you know, it, when things are fine, you're like mm, that's boring. Move on. Olga, I love her. And I think it's a bit magical how putting yourself out there can lead you in directions you never thought likely, towards things you didn't even know you want, or towards mistakes. And believe me, I've made a million of them, which is for another show. Okay, share this with your friends. They need it. And I'll be back in a bit. Bye. Bye.